I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're, we might as well both just stand up. It's like a standing ovation. That's basically what it is. Uh, thank you for being a part of the show. T. Raj, I don't have an update. I don't have an update. We have a broadcast tomorrow down at a Harris Resort, Southern California, which I got to get some tips a little bit later from some of our listeners of how to make it look like I am a poker player without being a poker player because I'm going to the poker tables uh, tonight. I'm going to go tonight. You're going to do a crash course? Yeah, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to get in there. Listen, I, I've, I've, I play poker. I know how to play poker. I'm just not good at poker. So I hope T. Raj makes it tomorrow. Did text a little bit this morning. Uh, yeah, he's got a little something. Okay. He can't figure out what it is. Two things as far as the, the Harris appearance yeah. and uh, everything going on tomorrow. I might go into Lazy River later tonight as well. <laughs> I might. I might. Well, okay. That could happen. First of all, yeah. I, can, I actually am a good poker player, mm-hmm. so I can give you some advice, you know, like a crash course sure. of sorts of how to do this and fool all the listeners at Harris that you actually know what you're doing. Second. Yeah. Yep. There's a little something to add, that. Adding yeah. just a little wrinkle to this, a mm-hmm. little bit of suspense, a little mm-hmm. bit of tension. I can't make it tomorrow to Harris. Like, if Travis is sick, yeah. because I've been covering for Travis the last mm-hmm. couple of days while he's been ill, yeah. I can't no, he's go to got, Harris. He, well, he has to go because it's a, it's a station appearance. Well, I don't... I, it's like, even if he's not feeling well, he's going to have to fake it for seven well, hours tomorrow. I don't know if he has to go can go or whatever i'm just telling you that you cannot I fill in and help go out. yes and depending alan mm-hmm. on the availability of other people around the station who might pinch hit for travis mm-hmm. you could be doing this show solo 100 percent can well trav if for what i understand because we're doing all these shows during uh you know i'm during COVID time he's got a comrex turn the comrex on all right chime in every every seven minutes or so <laughs> see now if you're going to do that you should both go, Comrex. <laughs> just just have a setup and some speakers at Harrah's. And it's, right. just, and it's just a bunch of listeners, great listeners, yep. part of the community. Awesome listeners. We They're appreciate that. They're just gathered that. around these speakers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like old-time radio. Like the way you know families would gather around the old transistor. We'll put a couple of pictures on mannequins. 100%. Yes. Yes. 100%. Like you got you to gotta go one way or the other. Either you and Travis are both there or you and or Travis are both us. not there. Yep. And we're playing old shows mm-hmm. that it's only we've only been around for a year so there really isn't that many old shows Ooh. that we can play option c mm-hmm. you and morales oh chris is already by the way nice to get uh just kind of hearing chris's voice and a little bit of that live live imaging right there that actually felt really good you did I thought chris good. forgot about us well chris chris is going to be excited anytime i'm on just because it gives him the, the excuse boogie nights. the boogie nights yeah. that's chris and my bond yeah yeah, it's the only thing he brought up. I don't even think I was even mentioned for the show today. No. He's like, hey, Travis is out. AK is in. It's the Travis and AK show. And then we went right to yeah. the Boogie Night Drops. Um, okay, so I got a question for you. By the way, we'll get into everything today. Dodgers are on a 337-game winning streak. And I'm, by the way, not cool that every single person yesterday was blaming me 
you know, if you're going to blame me for the Dodgers being down 4-2, to two, can I at least also get some tweets that say, hey, Al, they came back, you had nothing to do with it? I'll get into that in just a second. But I had a question for you. Driving into work today, can you help describe to me the wave when you're driving? The wave can be used in multiple ways. The way it was used for me today, pull up to a stop sign. Like every other great person in society, I follow the rules. Mm -hmm. I, I try to follow the rules. Okay, So I take exit Dodger Stadium off the 110. It's a genius exit for those who just sit on the 110 and kind of get that, that grind all the way. To exit Dodger Stadium, quick left, another quick left, you're back on the freeway. Next thing you know, you saved yourself five, six minutes. That's my move. Coming into work. Well, the move's over now, Alan. No, it's okay. Let them it. let them come in. It's so it's uh, it's almost. Uh, I'm so lonely on that road. <laughs> I want I want some, some people to come join me. Nobody's even coming. I'm like I'm almost waving people. I got my hand out the window. <laughs> Guys, come with me. That's how you lose the six minutes. That's You're true. Just standing yeah. out there waving folks over. So I pull up to the stop sign. Car pulls up at the stop sign. I pull up at the stop sign. Maybe that car pulls up just a little bit before me. Okay, go. Car behind him. Well, explain this one to me. Just because you wave, it doesn't mean it's okay for you to go. He gave the smile and a wave and kept going. I'm like, what the hell was that? Guy, obviously, it wasn't his turn. It was my turn. Then now he's in front of me. And then for him to turn left to get back on the freeway, he pulls the same wave move to another person. It's not his turn to go. It's actually they don't even have a stop sign. And he waves and goes again. I gave him a honk. He didn't know where the honk came from. Like he's looking, I see him looking in his mirror. I'm like, no, that was me. I gave the honk. I'm a honker sometimes, you know, something like this. <laughs> Explain to me the wave. Does the wave just give you a free pass? Because you waved gently and nicely and smiled, all of a sudden now I'm supposed to, everything's okay? I saw three waves in a span of one minute from one person. Well, there's a couple different types of waves that you're talking about in terms of interaction with motorists. Yeah. There's the genuine wave. Which is just like, hey, you know, either like waving somebody through, like, hey, yeah. you take this turn, yep. or the my bad wave. There's a like, okay. you know, okay, sorry about my bad. You like do the wave. Can I tell you the problem? He gave the my bad wave, and it was genuine. I'm like, okay, I get that it was genuine. I, you're probably a really nice guy, but you can't just throw okay. that wave but, around. Well, like here's nothing. the thing. There's a second type of wave. The second type of wave is basically your hand subbing for a middle finger. And it's just you waving yourself through everything. You're not waving to the other people. You are waving yourself through stoplights, stop signs, lane changes. That's what you're, threw me you off. are just yeah. You're no, just but, giving but, yourself but, right but away. But here's what threw me off. It wasn't the a hole wave. It was like a nice wave. Okay, then and my. This is why I cannot wear this stupid watch. This is the Apple Watch. I talk. Siri wants to talk to me. This happens all the time. I don't wear it. I yep. haven't worn this thing in a month. I wear it one time. It's communicating during the show. Right, but that wave that I'm describing, Alan, it is a friendly wave. It's a friendly wave. You know, it's a middle finger masquerading as a friendly wave. It's a passive-aggressive thing. I got flipped off then. That's yeah. what you're telling me. multiple times. I got flipped off. Yeah. It's saying, bleep you. I'm going past you. And I'm it was waving like a nice, to you as I say goodbye. Smile. Yeah. It was a nice, genuine smile. I almost bowed. Like, I was almost like, yes, no. absolutely, it is your turn. No, it's then super. Then I saw him pull the other, the same move again. You can't wave three times in a span it's of a minute. It's super passive aggressive. He took advantage of what, in a society, 
now people will not look at the wave the same way. I want the wave to to stay, exist, and have the rules that it has on the freeway. He kind of mocked the wave. I think that's what he did. Well, this is where things get really dicey. Unfreaking believable. De- depending on the type of person you are. Travis and- has left the show. I'm getting freaking <laughs> middle fingers in place of a wave coming into the, coming into work. What the hell is going on here? Like where things to me get interesting with this sort of stuff. Like sort of like the the protocol and the rules of the road and just how much we remain a society is when somebody does that middle finger wave to you where they're acting friendly, but really they're flipping you off with their actions on the road. Do you leave it at that or do you stay with them and you eventually try to return serve? Like you look to cut them off, then you give them a wave and then you escalate this thing to where it's just a passive aggressive war on the road. Cause I'm not going to lie. There have been times in my past where somebody has cut me off I've gone like lost eight. Oh, no. I've gone like eight, ten blocks, like looking for the opportunity to eventually get in front of this person, (laughs) make a left, swerve, cut that person off. All right. Because I need balance in the world, Alan. I need to feel like this was evened out. Travis and I have talked about this. There are two different drivers on the road. I'm not a I'm not a very aggressive driver, but I don't like a hole moves. If there's an a hole move. I'm going to let you know that that was an a-hole move. Trav is the exact opposite. If you cut him off and you flip him off, he will keep his eyes directly on the road, 10-2 on the steering wheel, and you'll do the sign of the cross and hope that nothing happens from there. He wants zero interaction with any drivers, which is possibly a smarter move, and he'll probably survive longer on the face of this earth than you and I. I'm not recommending what I used to do, used to do to anybody. And mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I've done this. You know, you get older, you have, a, you have a child. Like, you start thinking about the ramifications of your actions more. But in my younger Where's days... Where's daddy? He's yeah. in the slammer. <laughs> He's yeah. in the slammer because somebody cut him off. Look. They waved at him. What do you mean they waved? No, 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 but you don't know which wave it was. Yeah. Younger days? Alan? My, yeah, my, it's a different story. My wilder days, my days where I did not think through the full uh, extent of my actions, I'd follow that dude. Okay, so I go to the Dodger game yesterday. I t- kind of took your advice. I was like, all right, let me go early. First off, we'll get into the Dodger game. There's not really much to talk about. They won again, 8-5, to five, down 4-2. to two. Um, They look incredibly unstoppable. They'll get healthier, even guys like Gallo can come join the Dodgers and all of a sudden hit a three-run homer and start contributing. So we'll get into that. Kimbrell comes in with an 8-4 lead, gives up a run. I'm sure a lot of Dodger fans, that's the one area you're a little uncomfortable with. So I got, I've never gone to Dodger Stadium through a media credential. So I've been to Dodger Stadium plenty of times. Go enjoy. I mean, that, that park, by the way, it's literally, it is, I feel like every time I go to Dodger Stadium, I'm walking into history. It is a basically a museum. Yeah. Wherever you go at Dodger Stadium, every inch of that park is a museum. You can sit there and just kind of appreciate whether it's the actual game or it's certain parts of the stadium that are fantastic. You know, it's funny. Remember when they did the um, they did the uh, the construction and the renovation, and everything else. So now you can walk all the way around Dodger Stadium. You didn't have that chance to do it. They did it, I think, during COVID, during that COVID years when they finished it. Um, but I, 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 w- I want to kind of tell a couple stories here because the first time that I got a chance to go as a media member. And when I tell you I was so lost 
almost walked into where the umpires the umpires have a little area. I was so lost. I almost walked in where the umpires were. Before I left, I made sure to grab a Dodger dog because for some reason everybody thinks that that's you know it's life or death that these new dogs are being served there. So I'm going to give kind of a little bit review of the Dodger dog, and then we'll get into a little bit of the game as well. Stay right here. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Travis and Sleeva Show. Uh, Travis not here. AK in the house. Uh, stay right here. We'll be right back on 710 ESPN. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is here for you, and they're always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry along with 24-7 support, experienced staff, and curbside pickup at over 250 local branches. And you could get free access to product specialists ready to help you track down hard-to-find items. Plus, Granger's commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call 1-800-GRANGER, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so Dodgers actually have a uh, day off today. They are on a 10-game winning streak. I was telling you, so AK, when's the last time you got to Dodger Stadium as a media member, credentialed? About six years, okay. if I had to guess. Okay, so it's been a while. Yeah. So I have not been. Been in Dodger Stadium plenty of times. Um, you know, they were nice enough. Amanda hooked it up as well. Nice enough to get me a media credential, go to the game. And I had never been to Dodger Stadium with a credential. No idea where the hell I was going. Finally kind of find where I'm supposed to be parking. Get my credential, everything else. But I don't know the routine of it. Like for a Laker game, obviously we've done this so many different times. Laker game, you know, okay, Coach Vogel's going to talk at this time. There's some locker room availability. This You just kind of, okay, the Chick Hearn media room is where everybody goes uh, before the game. You eat, blah, 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 all that stuff. Bro, I was so lost. I mean, security guards literally looking at me like, how did this guy, what is this guy doing? Why is he over here? No, you can't go in here where this is uh, specifically for suite members and um, really expensive tickets. I'm like, well, I don't know where to go. Okay, yeah, just go up to the fifth floor. Fifth floor, you go up to the press box, you go to this. I'm like, okay, how do I get there? I went down towards the field area, and because there was a security guard who told me, he's like, yeah, you know, for media access, go down here, make a left, a right, a blah, blah, blah. Are you a photographer? No, I'm not a photographer. Okay, are you a, are you a blog writer? I'm not a blog writer. What do you do? I don't know what I do, okay? This, this is the credential. Where do you want me to go? Get down towards the field. He's like, yeah, there's nobody here, bud. Like, it's over. That, that stuff's already done. Um, yeah, okay, where's the press room from here? Finally, they point me up. I thought I was about to go. I'm not kidding. 
there was a, a, a sign that said umpires. I was almost like I almost accidentally walked into where the umpires were probably just hanging out thinking to myself, yeah, guys, I'm here because I work at 710. I do a show with Travis in the morning. I felt like it was important to come see the umpires. Years, years ago. This is a long time ago because uh, Pau Gasol was still with the Lakers, but they were doing a preseason game at I don't know the name of the arena, but I, I believe it's where the Ducks play. Okay. Um, I, I don't know what it's called. Is it Honda Center still or something the like pond? that? The Pond? It, it might have been the Pond. Yeah. It, it yeah. might have been that. But yeah, they, that was part of their rotation. They right. They would do Anaheim. Yep. They're doing a preseason game there, and you know, n- neither me nor Brian, and Brian is particularly important in this story, we don't know that arena at all. Like, I, this might have been the first time either one of us had ever been there. Yep. And... You know, we know staples like the back of our hand. We know sure. exactly where you're supposed yep. to go. Mm-hmm. We don't know where you're supposed to go in in the pond. Brian ends up accidentally walking into this makeshift room that is where Pau Gasol is getting taped. <laughs> like he's actually Pau is on the trainer's table. And right as this happens, you know, Brian- Pau thinks BK is part of the training staff, so he gives him his arm to tape up his so, fingers. Right. So Brian's doing medical work on Pau Gasol, but like Brian, you know, his immediate reaction is like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Right as this happens, John Black, who used to run oh, media yeah. relations for the Lakers, oh, yeah. happens to walk in, <laughs> freaks out, like absolutely freaks out, comes this close to yanking Brian's oh credential. God. Like he's screaming at Brian over this. Brian's like, John, I you know I don't know my way around here. Like, you know me. Do you honestly think that A, I would do this intentionally? B, if I was going to do this intentionally, I would waste You know it would have been better if he's telling John, who's gonna wrap up his ankle? <laughs> okay. Take a look at your staff. You, here. you <laughs> Lieutenant Weinberg, like you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. But, yeah, I mean, Brian's like, do you – Who's running this thing? BK is calling shots left and right. If I'm going to actually take my shot at entering the trainer's room, I'm going to do this, like, in a regular season game before it matters, like, you know, Laker. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, like, he's just like, John, he's like, I don't know my way around here. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Everywhere, every single place I went, security's like, okay, yeah, come on in. Yeah, I wish I was – I wish I ended up in the Dodgers clubhouse. Instead, I was next to the umpires. I was like, I don't know, what do you guys think about the the uh, technology here? Do you guys will have a job in a couple of years? Like, I, what what conversation am I supposed to have with them? Okay, so um, I did something yesterday. I felt like I needed to do it. All right, you and I are basically investigative reporters. Sure, we are incredibly respected around the world, and you know it's very similar to certain people go out and they cover big time news stories. Maybe it's political, whatever, however you want to call it. You and I are considered the same way when we go to sporting events. Yeah. So I thought yesterday, I left a little early, by the way. I know people will get into that in just a second. I thought before I left, I'm like, I'm going to grab a Dodger dog. I had all this chatter for a year and a half, two years about the Dodger dog. <laughs> I love how I came into it a year and a half late. Well, a year and a half late. Yeah. Alan, you've, yeah. been, you've been living in L.A. for like 10, 15 well, I've, I've, years? I've had a Dodger dog. I've had the Farmer John Dodger dog. They're fantastic. They're great. But then there's just there was all this hype about how awful the new Dodger dogs are. So I'm like, okay, on my way out here, let me just grab a Dodger dog, and uh, we'll call it a day. 
Now, Funch, you're a big hot dog fan, right? You said that yes, you sir. love hot dogs. Love hot dogs. All right, AK, you're not. No, you, you can go without hate hot, hot dogs. You don't I care actually, for them. it's not can okay. go without them. I actively hate them. Okay, so I grabbed the dog on purpose. I didn't put anything on it. Didn't put mustard on it. Didn't put ketchup on it. I'm not nine years old, but I like ketchup on my dog. Okay, <sighs> onions. You're not that guy, too. Or come on. You don't, like, you don't like ketchup on you don't like ketchup on things. I don't like ketchup on anything. Oh god! Ke- I used to actually. I had to well, get ketchup has a ke- ketchup has a home. I had to get over this as a parent because little children love ketchup, and yep. you're just you're going to be surrounded by ketchup. This is the life of a father. <laughs> little, little kids and Michael Thompson. Yeah, little kids and, and Michael uh, Thompson. I, 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 yeah. I I'm not I'm not exaggerating when I say this. I used to have a phobia of ketchup. Like I used to actually. Not like being around it. It would actually make me what does uneasy. That I don't like the look of it. I don't like the texture of it. I don't like the smell of it. Okay, the bottle, you have a you have a Heinz ketchup bottle in the fridge. When you're going to get another condiment, are you looking at that? Like, are you trying to get her? Are you asking Again, my wife, hey, can you grab I, the hot sauce? I've had me? 11 years now because my daughter's 11. I've had 11 years to get used to this. So you're fine now. I, I'm fine now. Like, I don't, I still don't like it, but I'm fine. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, like, because mm-hmm. I, for years, bartended in a lot of restaurant bars. So there's food there and, you know, pub food. Ketchup's a, pub a food. popular item. Yes. Yeah. I I would just like being asked by a guest, can you hand me the ketchup, would require me to take deep breaths, like center myself, focus. That is so weird. I would hand that thing off as quickly as I could. I really had a phobia of this. Do you like tomatoes? I like tomatoes in the form of salsa, in the form of spaghetti sauce. Not like a sandwich? Just... No. I, no. No, I don't, I don't like... I'm so I'm very confused. Yeah, me because too. Because it's I, the same family. They're working. No, together. no, but you're at. But you're working adding, together in salsa. You're adding different items like peppers and yep. onions and cilantro, cilantro some yeah. lime. Yep. You're adding different elements okay. to it. Spaghetti sauce. You've got the oregano, the garlic, the onions, the olive oil. You are actually yeah. diluting. I did not know this was something that Alan, you were it was a this phobia. About, <laughs> like okay? this was an actual. I had phobia. I had no idea that that was the case. But I, I decided, I'm like, I'm not going to put anything on this dog. Okay. So that I could, let's not, let's not. Nothing could mask the taste. Yeah. I'm going to just have the hot dog, and that's all I'm going to have it, and we're going to find out whether it's a good dog or it's not. So everybody's made such a big deal about this. I kind of walked into this unfair. I'm kind of already unfair to the new Dodger dog. Your expectations are low. My expectations are low. But I'm like, okay. I've had hot dogs my whole life. It's a freaking hot dog. What are we? How are we going to make that big of a deal about a hot dog? So I unwrap it, um, put nothing on it, like I say, and I'm kind of on the move here. So I'm kind of in my head, like, all right, I'm going to get to. I'm, I'm getting ready to leave the game. I, I probably bought the last hot dog before before the place shut down. Take a bite in it. I'm like, okay, all right. Take another bite. I'm like, okay. By my third bite, you know what went through my head, Funches? What's that? It's a freaking hot dog. What's the problem? What's the freaking problem? Well, 
Why is everybody making such a big deal about these hot dogs? Well, here's... I thought it was a good hot dog. If you had, if I had two hot dogs in front of me, I'd have had no problem eating both hot dogs. That was without ketchup, without mustard, without onions, without relish, any of that stuff. If I actually put some toppings on it, I think I would have enjoyed it. What am I missing here with this here's hot dog? Here's what I think you're missing. And I, and I say this as somebody that is a true outsider to the hot dog community. Yeah. And therefore, oh, don't you start with therefore, me. Therefore, I think has a don't little more. Don't you. Look, these are the type of people that I'm worried about. Our society is hanging on people like this that are going like after Bergman? the hot dog community. Okay. What is wrong with you, Sleewa? Are you kidding me right now? Have you now? ever tasted a good hot dog in your life? Do you think all hot dogs taste the same? Are you a, a hot dog or you're a connoisseur? I don't think so. This is not something that you're really all that great at. If you think that that hot dog is as good as a regular Dodger dog, totally That's plain was, with nothing on it. That's what I was getting at. What, good you're, hot dog. No, no, you're missing the point. Okay. What Dodger fans, I gather... Are complaining about this is the mm-hmm. sense that I've gotten because again mm-hmm. I've never eaten the Dodger dogs period, but what I've gathered is their complaint is that the old Dodger dog tasted different, not just better but different. I've had the old than Dodger the dog. new Dodger dog. Correct, I've Greg? Had, I've, I've yes. had the farm yes. like, like the actual taste has changed. So yes. beyond liking one more than the other, yeah. they wanted the specific former taste. Okay, that's what they yes. want. So let me let me farmer just say something. John. Let me just say this. Farmer John's a good dog. Great dog. It's a good hot dog. By the way, you can probably pick them up at your local Albertsons if you, you really still want them or whatever the case is. You can go to an LAFC game. They have them there, too. So I'm not saying that it wasn't a good dog. What I'm saying, the amount of conversation that went over the first the, the farmer dog to the dog that I had yesterday, I think there was so much more hype than actual okay. substance. Andy. You know who also agrees with, with me and a lot of other people at this station? The person that knows food the best, Travis Rogers. And when Travis says it's a different dog, you have to it's believe not a different him. Dog, it doesn't taste But you know what good. Travis is going to do when he goes to a Dodger game? He's going to go grab a dog. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I bet guarantee you he does. You, I bet you he does. you Travis is eating two dogs before he leaves. And oh, by the way, everyone at Dodger Stadium yesterday, you go walk around, go walk the freaking stadium. Everyone's got a dog. Oh, if they didn't like the hot dog that much, they wouldn't buy it. Look. People do things they don't like out of habit. If you're at the game and you want a dog, you got no other yeah, choice. But if you don't like the hot dog, then you don't grab but it. But if you want, if you consider the hot dog part of the experience, like this is what you do when you're at a Dodger game. You get there, you, you get grab a beer, your beer and some peanuts. Right, you get your peanuts. Then but you also, eventually work your way to a hot dog. Right. If you want the hot dog as part of the thing. Yeah. You have no other choice you know, but to take the. I had a feeling Greg infer- was going to come in. I had such a feeling. Oh, I, I heard it. I, I was like, I can't, I can't deal with this. And then when he started walking in, he just had a look on his face look, like contempt. This it was contempt. It's like people <laughs> who complain about whatever movie, uh, whatever theater chain, their popcorn. They yep. don't like the popcorn at AMC or Lowe's or wherever. If you still consider popcorn part of your experience, you're going to still buy. That popcorn, you're just going to complain about it along the way. Funches likes hot dogs. Love hot dogs. I could trust Funches. Funch, when you go to a Dodger game, is there a big difference? No, not at all. I remember three Dodger dogs. You stop it right now. You stop it right now. Thank you. Get out of here. I need Laura. Where's Laura? Laura's not coming in for another five hours. Uh, (laughs) Funchy. I forgot. We're going to make all our points for the next five hours by the time she comes. I forgot off the top of my head. Where's Lindsay? She agrees. Where are you from? I... I'm from D.C. D.C. That's all I need. Wait, wait, wait. That's all I need. Born in D.C., but raised in California. What? Why can't he make a point? Where yeah, in if, he, if he's had both hot dogs? Where? Chino Hills. Where? Chino Hills. Okay. 
Chino Hills. Growing up, how often did you go to Dodger Stadium? Jeez, maybe like once couple every couple of years. years. Yeah, I mean, once every once couple every years. couple yeah. years, right. Andy. So this is the thing: you are from San Diego, Alan. You are from Chino Hills, but your association to Dodger Stadium, but you might as well have just stayed in DC. Yeah, but that's you barely here. went. Bergman, that's not, that's not the right. No, no, way. no, no, that's no. Not this, the right way. No, to, it is to the right way. It. I'll explain it. Bergman is from LA. Bergman, I'm willing to guess, we've never talked about this, but I, I feel confident making this prediction, practically grew up at Dodger Stadium. Yep, yes? pretty much. This is part of a sense-memory experience growing up formatively in L.A. as a Dodger fan Yep. that Bergman understands that, frankly, the two of you don't. And Agreed. you don't understand no. what all these other no. people complaining about. I, I, I don't are. think I don't think that's fair. I just don't think you guys know. I don't think food. that's fair. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you why. Apparently, you don't know food. I know food. Let, let, me t- let me tell you why. Why You're it's like not five fair. pounds. Let me tell you why it's not fair. It's not fair because you could live in L.A. for X amount of years, have gone to Dodger games, have experienced the former dog, and then the new dog, and still have an opinion of whether you think that hot dog is that much better or not. So somebody who's lived here for five years, had the old Farmer John's dog, and then tried it's, the new one and said, you know what, I hate the new one, the old one's better, does their opinion count? Their opinion I, I, their opinion may count, depending on how often they went there, but what I'm, I think a lot of Dodger fans, a lot, not all, but a lot, Grew up in L.A. A overwhelming majority, I think it is safe to say, grew up in L.A. So now our palate's not good enough. Exactly. To no, exactly. no, no, it's Farmer it's John hot dogs. Here's came. the comparison. It's like the way people who are from L.A. or from Southern California, they love In-N-Out yep. in a way that most people not from Southern California, mm-hmm. they don't get it. Even if they like In-N-Out, they don't understand it. Where's but it's Jorge because they're formative years. Where's Jorge on this? Jorge is on your side, Alan. Okay, so what happens there? Jorge? Jorge has no sense of smell, has no sense of don't taste. listen to this guy. He doesn't. You ask him. He has no sense of... He cannot smell anything. There's a lot of that goes into Jorge your taste buds. Jorge is through and through L.A. Jorge always had dog he likes. The entire time didn't know the difference. <laughs> he doesn't know the difference. Yeah, he can, you, have, you have to be able to smell it, too. He can't smell. <laughs> all right, we got to go. It's all part of your palate. Unbelievable. You're ridiculously every break that or every, every angle he could get, he's using over there. By the way, that wasn't a bad angle, that last one. All right, we got... We got uh, I want to talk about Craig Kimbrell when we come back. And if you want to weigh in on this... Because for some reason, I think everybody's incredibly still I'm, passionate I'm about Dodger you, this dogs. This will get reaction. Calls am are I, rolling in right now. Calls I, are rolling am in. I, am I crazy to say that that hot dog that I had last night at Dodger Stadium put two of them in front of me right now, and I would eat them no problem? I thought it was okay. I'm not going to say delicious. I thought it was a really good hot dog. I don't think it was yeah, that different. If you, you want to be a part of the conversation, the eight seven 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 ten ESPN. And every time you start making a good point, I'm going to go to break. Stay right here. <laughs> Start the second half of the baseball season the right way and turn K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up using promo code PLAY. Place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in match bets if you don't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up by using the promo code PLAY to win. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. We appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Actually looking forward right after the show. It's about two hours away. Head out to Harris Resort. I'm not kidding on this one. They do have a lazy river. Probably around 4.30, 5 o'clock today. I might be sitting in one of those floaties and just kind of working my way slowly around the river. I think if you and Travis yeah. don't do the show from the lazy river, well, you're doing I told it wrong. Him, I told him, I said, look, we'll bring our Comrexes. I'm sure there's a way to have the cord long enough. And then just, we can have somebody just as you get like one lap around just kind of bring it. You, you know, guys can you know take a wireless about. mic. That's look. I don't want to. I don't want to just volunteer people for work. But that's what the interns are for. They're for just steering you around the lazy river. Like that's if they want to learn what it takes to make it in radio. Hundred percent. It's it's taking the talent around the lazy river. Bro, I forgot about that when I was back in the day when it was still six ninety. Okay, mm-hmm. so extra sport six ninety. Oh yeah. It was down in San Diego before it got sold to L.A. At one point, it got sold, and they started doing the 690-1150. I was interning down in San Diego. Some of the events that we do, I gave out so many koozies. I swear, every event, it was just giving out koozies and keychains and license plate hole, you know, the the license plate frame or whatever the case is. What was not on my uh, bucket list was... Hey, when the hosts go through the lazy river, we need you to pull the cord back over because they're going to keep going through as they do the show. Everybody has to start at the bottom. And in this case, the bottom is steering you and Travis around the lazy river as you do a show. Mm -hmm. Like, do these kids want to make it in this industry or not? Okay, so we got, uh, we'll get to a couple of these calls here. We're talking, so I went to the Dodger game yesterday. Big E thinks I'm just complaining all show. Big E, I thought it was kind of funny. All right, man, just relax here. (laughs) Relax, Big E. Um, I went to the Dodger game yesterday, grabbed a hot dog on my way out. By the way, I did leave when the score was four to two. I did feel like I, I did feel that they were going to lose the game and I thought I would be responsible for it. Um, I already had like a speech already prepared if they did lose the game, that this would be good for the Dodgers because you don't want them to feel that they are just invincible that a loss every once in a while might be a good thing. And then the Dodgers just did what they did. They end up winning the game eight to five. On my way out, grab a Dodger dog. I thought the dog was good. I really did. I thought it was a good hot dog. I am not a hot dog connoisseur. I am not. I'm just a regular dude that will eat a hot dog if it's prepared. And I've had the 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 Farmer John dogs before. Those were good too. I just think all the hype that's gone around this and everybody getting angry, Greg storming out of a meeting, throwing all the stuff off of his desk and coming in here. And at one point, it looked like he flipped his desk. He flipped his desk. Uh, which is really weird because the desk is like an L shape, so I, I don't know how he did it. Um, even looked at Funches and said, hey, you keep this up. And then I just saw bleep, 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 and I don't know what happened after that. I'm going to read off a couple of these tweets here. Um, 
Duval Jameson, you go right ahead and keep eating that hideous hot dog at Dodger Stadium. Greg Bergman is correct. The hot dog sucks. I've been going to Dodger Stadium since I was nine years old. After almost 50 years in eating on that recipe, we hate the new nasty Again, dog. He's proving okay? my point. Duvel is an L.A. native who is he grew up yeah. on the old Dodger dog. Okay. They want the old Dodger dog okay. taste. Alan Slee was about. Murphy Bed. Raul from the OC says, I'd argue, uh, let's see what he's saying. Oh, Greg Bergman is clearly thinking with his heart on this one. Yes. He's too nostalgic to give a fair opinion. Right. Okay. All right. So food this is, is this is what I would say. And I, this res- is going I responded all hard there. to him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Food is emotion. I'm Particularly a little, actually, food you grew up with. I can't, AK, I can't believe Alan Slew is defending the new Dodger dog. Alan is just a corporate shill for big hot dog. I don't even know what that means. Big but... hot dog, the hot dog industry. Okay. And then... <laughs> that's right. I have yeah. my I have my pockets so Look. deep in the hot dog game. Well, here's the thing. Yep. It's all about future sponsorships. Yep. If you can get a sponsorship from Big Hot Dog, I mean, look at the way Mace has all these personal sponsorships. That's where the real money comes in. Uh, team at Alan Sliwa, Dodger dogs are good. Uh, send Funch and Slee back to where they came from. We got a lot of people with some different opinions. Bring it, y'all. Um, all right, let's take uh, let's take a couple of calls on this. Where are we going first? Where do you want to go? Let's go to uh, let's go to Mike and Covino. What's going on, Mike? Hey, fellas, good show, love it as usual. Thank you, man. Uh, you know, I wanted to give I wanted to give my two cents worth and uh, basically say that the new Dodger dogs are actually just as good as the former John long-standing mainstay dogs Dodger Stadium since I was uh, eight, five, eight, eight years of age um, that I can remember uh, to bite. And I, I will say it is very subjective. Food is driven by emotion. I get that. That explains why the Italians are, are, are just knocking the living crap out of Domino's franchises in, in every part of their country that we're trying to um, push in. And sell our style of pizzas. <laughs> well, I mean, Mike, Mike I think there's there's a line drawn there. And thank you for calling in, Mike. First off, I when I think of Domino's personally, I say I think of Sicily. Oh, a- every bite I take, it whisks I, me back to old <laughs> Naples. Instantly, I say, <laughs> "Wow, I landed in Verona. How did this happen?" When I drive by a Domino's, one of the first things that goes to my mind is. Godfather one. Yeah, right. that's my favorite one. Right, every time that's I drive my by, favorite I'm like, one. hey, it's a Domino's. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I love that he went from that. By the way, so here's somebody that's been going to Dodger Stadium since he was eight years old, and he did say it runs on emotion. So he thinks the new Dodger dog is fine, but then the, I, I don't think we're going to get another call that tops the comparison with Domino's infiltrating Italy (laughs) went to war with Italy the the big war going on between Italy and Domino's all right let's go to Steve Alabra what's going on Steve Steve you're on buddy go ahead all right Steve is uh we'll get Steve back Steve will come back um that's pretty funny to me I, I will say I will say this. You stay out of our country. <laughs> Dominoes. Right, we did it. We did. We did an episode. This actually makes me think of something. A couple of days ago, we had a show a couple months ago where we were talking about Olive Garden, and I don't know why Olive Garden came up, but we. Do you remember the old Olive Garden commercials? Sure. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like as 
Italian as oh, it yeah. gets. Oh yeah. Okay. They're, you got like a they're they're going to the restaurant and it's think of who would be a godfather. No, it in was Mama Italy. Corleone. Was basically inter- she was taking you to your table. She yep. was the hostess, Mama Corleone. And then you sat down and they're like, "Hey, you can't get food like this <laughs> only in Italy." Yeah. And then it would be breadsticks and salads, <laughs> Olive Garden, while supplies last. I mean, just just the funniest thing I've ever seen but was those uh, Olive Garden commercials. Yeah. All right, you guys can keep keep chiming chiming in on uh, on this conversation, feel free to. I will say it is pretty funny. Um some of the tweets are getting on here. People, why why is everybody so passionate about something like this? Like, if I talked Craig Kimball right now, I don't think we're going to get as much passion as the Dodger dog. Isn't that funny? I think about that, Berg. Yeah, no, I mean, no. because Craig Kimball is just a mess. I mean, so you're not going to get as much passion. You're going to get annoyance. Here, yeah. <laughs> what are they going to do there? Are they going to do anything different? Uh, I think they're going to let him go for a while, especially with this gigantic lead and their winning games. So most of the time, he's you know he's got three four run lead by the time he gets to to the ninth inning, like they did last night. He gives up one run. It's like oh, okay, they still yeah, but aren't fine. you? Doesn't that worry you even more? Oh yeah, no zero pressure on him. He's still giving up a run. Oh no, I'm extremely worried, what and I don't. When there's real pressure, right? I don't actually want him to be the closer, but I mean, there's not another role for him outside of the closer role. So you have to let him kind of get through all of it and try and and try and work through that. But if not, Blake Trinan's on his way back. Dustin May is on his okay. way back, at, at what which point, I kind of like in that role. At what point do you say, if if he's still having issues by the time September 1st rolls around, at what point do you say, okay, that's not that's not your spot anymore? Like at, at what point do you do it? And that, that, there is a luxury here because you're right. Trinan comes back. If he comes back at the end of the month or he comes back in that first week of September, I know he's going to take some time to kind of get going. Dustin May, kind of a similar thing. But you're depending on guys that you haven't seen pitch a game this year. I mean, I try to. I know it was was really early on. That that's worrisome. Well, like, you got there's other dudes that you can go to. Like like Phillips has been. I know fantastic. Evan Phillips has been awesome. Been with, fantastic with traffic on the bases yes. that he didn't have. Yep, he will. He'll come in and bases loaded, nobody out situation, and he's getting out of that situation. Like he has just been really, really good. So if you need somebody, if it, it ever gets to that point, you got to start putting him into those situations. So right now, would I would in my mind, I would start using Evan Phillips. I would start putting yeah, would Alex Vesia in there. I, I'm with you on that. Yancy Almonte, well, I would throw in no there. There's no politics to play with Kimbrel. Like there the, with Kenley Jansen. That's a good point. You know, Kenley Jansen is. I mean, I don't know Dodger history the way maybe like Greg does, but. I'm correct, Greg, that he is among the best closers in Dodgers history. Yes? I mean, he's among the best. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. So, and and he had been to that best. point a Dodger lifer for like a decade plus. There's a certain amount of politics that goes into dealing with somebody like him who is losing his stuff a bit. You don't feel quite as confident. He's doing, I think, well in Atlanta. But the last couple of years with the he's Dodgers, fine. a little more dicey. You don't you don't have to worry about that with Kimbrell. These tweets are hilarious. They're so good. I'm not gonna read this one, but we could talk about it off the air. <laughs> this is as good as it gets. All right, we got uh Hey Did You See coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sleeve Show, seven ten ESPN. All right, stream live sports and original content with ESPN plus today. Let me just kind of list out everything that you get. You get access to the award winning thirty for thirty library. Unrivaled UFC access, including exclusive pay-per-views. Live coverage of 35 PGA Tour events each year. Tons of college sports, including Coast to Coach College Hoops. Get the ESPN Plus 
and Disney Plus Bundle today. Stream anytime, anywhere. Go to ESPNLABundle.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Funches, what's uh, what's going on over there? I guess hot get, dog gate right now. Jeez, right? People hot coming, dog gate. People coming after us. I know. You, not, not much. You, they're still trying to figure out the whole ketchup situation. I'm afraid to walk to my car after the show. Look, my phobia was weird. I'm not going to claim it was anything other than weird, a ketchup phobia, but it was strong. <laughs> this guy said, <laughs> I'm afraid deal. to walk to my car. After, after the show, the yeah, show. I am. Jeez, man. I, all, all this hate right now. To get jumped oh, at they're Harris. coming after you now. I know. Uh, what he, happened to Al? Look, well, these are crazy there's times a Dodger, in There's a Dodger dog. <laughs> Doesn't take a lot to set off the world these days. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, did you see several Tampa Bay Rays aren't exactly enjoying their stay at the historic Pfizer Hotel in downtown Milwaukee? Okay. Uh, Fister. Fister. Is it a Fister? Fister. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's a very different hotel, the, the Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah. Uh, the I landmark ho- there. <laughs> landmark hotel. Unlimited booster shots. <laughs> uh, the landmark hotel. The Johnson and Johnson's and just from, one from night. My, from my distance, it looks like Pfizer. Okay, stop it, guys. <laughs> you guys said the Johnson and Johnson. They're rivals. The Johnson and Johnson is <laughs> one a, night max. It's you it's never stay more than three. Oh, I good. hate you, radio. That's uh, <laughs> that <was> amazing. <laughs> the landmark hotel, which was built in 1893, has garnered a reputation for being haunted. Yeah, my ghost. Uh, Yanni Diaz, who plays third base for the Rays, wants no part of the hotel. Uh, Diaz flirted with the idea of staying in his own hotel uh, this past week, but was promised a room in the newest tower of the hotel that was guaranteed to be ghost free. I don't know how you can guarantee a ghost. Well, I mean, it's a in, hotel you, to be ghost you have free. Have a conversation with him when you're building <laughs> uh, that tower. <laughs> he says, "All I want walls. He said, "All I want is not to have any ghosts in my room, which is, I think, everyone's wish too." So, would you guys stay at a haunted place? Uh, sleep. Hundred percent, I would. And I never have. And I think I'm asking for trouble, but I think there's this. I think there's this, you know, it's kind of, it's a unique night, like to, to, to say that, hey, I stay at this haunted hotel, whatever the case is. I think it was, wasn't it Lou Williams? Was it Lou Williams or Nick Young? Maybe it was both of them. They wouldn't stay in that hotel in Oklahoma City yeah. where the team was yeah, required yeah, yeah. to stay. or required. They just go book their own room. So I think this is kind of normal in the sports world that you got some of these really, really old hotels. I would stay. I think that's part of the experience. I think it's a little bit of a... You know, it's a marketing ploy, too. I'm in. I'll pay for it. What would you do, AK? Not only am I staying, I say bring the most hostile ghosts. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I, I want this thing to be a paranormal experience. Are you running your mouth at night? Like, oh, yeah, are you coming out no, or no? I want to be, be suspended upside down from the ceiling by mystical forces I don't understand. Are you Sigourney Weaver? <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> Saying it right now. That's freaking hilarious. Berg, where, so, where are you on this? I, I actually really like haunted hotels. I've stayed. I went and searched out a haunted hotel on a trip to Arizona one time. There's one in Jerome, oh, that's Arizona. Right. Bro, I, I I went to that hotel. I yeah. didn't stay because I wasn't staying the night. But I went to Jerome spe- specifically, specifically because they're yeah. like, hey, this is a haunted place. Yes. Uh, nothing happened to me, but it did freak me out a little bit because the, the girls was like, whoa, what if you're, what if there's like a kid outside knocking on the door? So, you know, kid things freak me out a little bit. You guys do room but service that's here? What- <laughs> Wait, so if nothing happens? Nothing happened, yeah. Can you get your money you get back? get your money back. Yep, it's guaranteed. It should. 
They should give. I you mean, a like hint. if your if your place is haunted, if they advertise that it's haunted, shouldn't yeah. you get a certain amount of paranormal? Otherwise, it's just like a, a Motel Six. <laughs> but a little bit nicer. But also, I mean, the hotel itself was cool, and it had a whole bunch of like you know things that about ghosts and stuff. And you hotel. stayed there; it was cool, right? Yeah. The, in but the you're lobby. not staying at a ghost museum. It's supposed to be haunted. It's one of those old school. In um, the lobby, people write their elevator. letters of like their experience. Yeah. Right. Really? So it's in that book. Wow. So it's yeah, yeah. like a whole book, and they it could have easily been interns that were writing all those <laughs> yeah. letters, and yeah. they're making money. Quinn and Parker were writing those down. Remember that Netflix documentary that came out a few months ago, The Cecil Hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually went by to see the hotel after, yeah, after I seen a documentary, and it was like a thousand people there just wanting to just... Do you guys know about this? No. no the Cecil Hotel? Yeah, it's like right downtown, like that, a couple blocks down from here. That was... It's a full documentary on it, but that was an actual crime scene. Like, there was something that happened that they're still trying to figure out. Yeah, but there's also really weird. Yeah, really weird. The, the elevator scene where she's in it. Anyway, so... Go check that one out. All right, guys. Uh, hey, did you see? I did this story on Mason Ireland last week when filling in for this guy back here. Yep. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> as I was reading on a Reddit post about what is the best relationship advice you ever got, and one guy said the 222 rule, which is a, way, a great way to keep your relationship strong. The 222 rule is, is you and your significant other go out every two weeks hmm. for an evening. Uh, you guys go out for a weekend every two months. And uh, every two years, you guys go out for a week. So hmm. everyone in, I, I, I guess, excluding Greg right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Well, in I, is that, is I, that I, in thanks, buddy? Thanks okay. for reminding me. Burke, no, I appreciate everyone, that. <laughs> Burke took it as okay. Two girlfriends. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> is is this too much or too little for you guys? I mean, here's the problem with that advice. It's very much advice for the one percenters of the world. Like you need to have a certain amount of money. In order to pull off, if especially if you have no, kids. No wonder John Ireland said it was a good idea. Yes. Yeah, I mean, for somebody like Ireland, he just has one of his manservants take care of his child. Do we have but, like a ching sound effect? But for, for many of us, you know, like a week away, like I don't have family here other than my brother who's busy with his three kids. Like me finding somebody that can take care of my daughter for a week while my wife and I go for our excursion like that's an undertaking. Like this is in very this is very much a one percenter lifestyle advice that for most people out here, I'd say the average listener they can't do. So let me let me throw this out there. Can't you do it creatively? So like as an example, instead of going to you don't have to go to Nobu, but maybe you did a little picnic and ended up on the beach and it costs you 40 bucks, right? Like, I think it's the creativity yeah. of it as well. Or so, do it like at a Costco food court or something. That's awesome. I did not <laughs> the know the Costco, Costco food court. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, Costco listen, food listen, court listen. is great. No, I, I, we were talking about this. We had somebody say, yeah. hey, why don't, Dodger, why don't they just serve Costco dogs as yeah. the, kind of the new one? And you and I both were like, we love Dodge yeah, Dogs. Yeah. I'll go get a slice of pizza right of after course, the show. Man, I'll go chicken get bake one of the too, chicken man. and bake, all that course, stuff. Of course, man. But I love the way you said that was as if like, hey, babe, I'm taking you somewhere. We're going hey, somewhere Some girls Friday are down with night, it too, man. Some women Friday are down with it. Now listen, they close at 8.30. <laughs> but if we get there at 8, I know somebody that's there. She might give us a feature. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, let, let's do – one thing we haven't done, and I do want to get into – there, there was a report yesterday, and it was basically about the Lakers, and it was specific about maybe the Lakers would be willing to give up two first-rounders, just kind of an additional conversation 
Um, and Brian Windhorse said this a couple days ago as well. He talked about how he doesn't think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. So I want to kind of have this conversation about the upcoming season for the Lakers based on where they are today. Still got a lot of Dodger stuff I want to get into. If you guys want to be a part of the show, 877-710-ESPN. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa on 710 ESPN.